On this episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast, I'm going to break down a lot of the vulnerable experiences that I had over the past couple of months, the anchors that I got rid of, the changes that I started to make, and the realizations that I had of myself, of my business, and about my marriage. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week I'm bringing you no nonsense, no BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. And we're back. It's been a little bit of a break and I take full ownership of that. A lot changed in May. Uh, We lost our project manager. We had to hire a new project manager. And quite frankly, I just needed to take a break. I haven't been active on social media. I have not been emailing you guys. And it's for no other reason than I felt I was just exhausted and and I say and a lot I really need to edit these out with COVID starting to come to an end and and with our abilities to open up the offices I started developing massive anxiety for the past two weeks to the point where there is one night where I went to bed late because I had been going to bed late this entire time without routine as much as I was trying to keep a semblance of routine I was just staying at home definitely in a much more relaxed state overall in fact I personally thrived during this period of quiet being able to spend time with my family without feeling like I have to be anywhere at any given time not needing to commute anywhere was a massive plus except for just doing supplement deliveries but even then after the first week of doing them every single day i was like screw that and i made just two days of big delivery days and i would bring the girls with me and it got us all out of the house and doing something different but there is a day there where i went to bed late like 11 o'clock and i'm usually in bed by nine that's kind of my routine I woke up at 3 a.m. in just a massive panic. I was having the quarantine dreams in and around that day as well. Like one of my dreams, I was having my entire house and all of my surroundings was on fire. I wasn't scared. I wasn't panicked. I wasn't looking for a place to run. Everything felt safe. And yet my exterior, my environment was just chaotic and on fire. And that was a total reflection of how I was feeling at that time because we had just kind of gotten over the panic of closing everything down, settled into a bit of a routine. It was much more relaxed. I was loving it. And then the panic of what reopening was going to look like hit me two weeks out because I knew that it was coming. So I woke up at 3 a.m. in a massive panic and I couldn't fall back to sleep. I would lie on the couch and my mind was just spinning. It got so bad that I started panicking about CE credits and whether I was going to meet all of the requirements of CE credits and I downloaded an online CE course and watched it at 4 in the morning. It was ridiculous. 
I could not fall asleep. So from 3 a.m. until that evening, no matter what I did lying down, it was like my mind was just wired. It took an entire bottle of sparkling wine for me to finally pass out. And of course I felt like crap the next day for many different reasons. But there were so many emotional epiphanies and things that the universe was trying to show me that I think we all need to be reflecting on during this time. We are now getting back into the quote unquote swing of things and everyone's looking for some semblance of normal and that's what we're trying to provide them. We have maintained a a COVID free stance in marketing about keeping their health top of priority and making them remember that their health matters and we're doing everything we can to keep them on course with virtual visits and supplement deliveries and all of these things. But it was also a, a huge time of reflection and there are a lot of people that shut down their practices to go completely online. We really merged heavy into going into the online space. We never would have made this leap into virtual care had it not been for the shutdown. But it was also a time for me to face some really important questions like letting go of one of the practices that I'd been in. And I have a wonderful relationship with the owners and they basically gave me carte blanche to do whatever it is that I wanted to at that office. But if I'm talking to you all bluntly, the one-on-one patient model and doing the day-to-day is not where I shine. Since I've stepped into this leadership role all of last year and continuing on into this year, managing a team and having our daily huddles and supporting them and mentoring them. And of course, that stems into how the maximized business has uh, maximized business business has also grown. We went from making zero dollars to a six figure run rate in a year because of how much I love being in that mentorship role and not doing the day-to-day stuff. So that one clinic was an anchor. And if I'm being honest, the other clinic that I'm in feels still like an anchor. And that's something that I'm pondering on for this year about hiring somebody else to run my Oakville practice. I will still have one or two days where I do virtual consultations, but everybody else or all of my team will get the the majority of the visits. And that will allow me to, for the first time in my career, focus on really stepping up for one business. And that's you guys, you know, supporting you and advocating for you and being a pillar of strength for you is something that I am just longing to be, but coming full circle, when everything shut down, and I posted about this in social media, I literally felt like my insides were black and decayed. Like everything was just gone. And I'm so thankful for one of my students in the Maximize Practitioner Program, Stephanie. She's an energetic healer and an intuitive, a medical intuitive. And she just said and nailed it. She said, you have just been hemorrhaging, energetically hemorrhaging. People are pulling on every energetic string that you have and they are taking all of your essence, your vitality. And that's why you feel 
so shitty right now because that's exactly what's happening. Like imagine your body physically hemorrhaging. That's how I was feeling. And that also really made me sit and think about how I want to structure my business and how I want to show up to my business. And while, you know, everyone talks about the financial goals, I completely loved being at home, working minimal hours, still making enough money to be comfortable. So all of our bills were getting paid and I still had a little bit in savings. And I actually really enjoyed that place. I enjoyed being able to give my husband for Father's Day a golf membership because we still made a significant amount of money during the shutdown because I was managing my team and not needing to show up for the day to day. And one of the things that he's always wanted since we got married was a golf membership. And they're not nearly as expensive as I thought that they were. This one was like $1,500 for the season and it's a multi-course membership. And it was, I was just so grateful that I got rid of a lot of that hoarding around money and the mindset around money. And I educated people on this when we did our launch that just ended a couple weeks ago about how money is really just this invisible entity that allows you to buy things, that allows you to buy learning experiences, that allows you to buy education, that allows you to become a master in your field. It really has no bearing on anything that we do, nor does it carry any weight. But we, as humans, make that money mindset story evolve. And therefore, you know, Money is the center of all evil. Money is the center of whether we are going to make a significant investment that is going to give us personal growth, business growth, give us that experience that we're longing to have, even if it is the worst possible outcome. And the worst possible outcome is you're just out the money. That's the worst possible outcome. The, the learning experience you will have from that is where the growth happens. And so a lot of what I was really working on was letting go of so many of those anchors that were really weighing me down. I know during this time, a lot of people were strongly considering giving up their license. If maintaining a medical license is an anchor for you, then you need to really investigate why that's the case. If staying in a brick and mortar is an anchor for you, then you need to investigate why that's the case. And as I have done, and we've made multiple podcasts about this, including my, I think it was three podcast episodes ago, I interviewed Megan, my associate, who is an employee and runs my Caledonia office. We also have this belief that it's all or nothing, that if you don't want to practice in a building, well, then you have to sell it or you just walk away. And I can tell you with 100% proof that there are ways for you to step up as a leader, hire people. And yes, it is an expense, but I couldn't imagine my life without that necessary expense. And I'm supporting her. I'm mentoring her. She's getting like her feet super wet what would the analogy be like she's massively in the deep end but she has floaters on and she's totally safe and secure and she's just waiting in the water because of the experience that she's getting and this is also my ability to give back to the community in a different way 
just like what's probably going to transpire in the Oakville office. So if any of you are in Oakville, Ontario, and you are looking for a job, reach out to me because this is where I shine. So as things are reopening, as things are going back to quote unquote normal, I really want you to investigate what it is that you actually learned over the past four months. You probably learned a lot about how you respond to intense situations that you have no control over. You probably learned a lot about how you, how much you like or dislike spending all day with your children. This week is the first week where my kids have been back in daycare and I could not be happier. I love my girls and they are just amazing, but I am not built that way. I am not built to play with my kids and, you know, be the teacher. That is just not, that's just not how my brain works. Um, luckily, they are both in, well, Ari is now going into grade one. Brooklyn is just starting JK, so there wasn't any massive amount of education that they needed to have but still the pressure as a parent to do all the things that the teacher said was definitely there and I had to give up on that I had to make sure that they were learning in different ways so we downloaded some educational apps and we would go outside and play and do all those other things but maybe being at home with your family including your partner shared or shined a light on how you are as a couple, how good your communication is, how you both deal under pressure. Scott and I crushed this entire transition. If there's one thing that I can take away from a marriage perspective is that the level of communication that we have, the lack of expectation that we have for each other, the lack of, um, what would the word be? judgment that we have for each other. We talk about financials freely. We were open about our worries and our fears and our struggles. And never once did we get into a big fight or panic over anything because we just started to let go of a lot of the things that we couldn't control. So from a marriage perspective, I mean, Scott and I were an amazing team and really leaned into the environment that we had to and he stepped up massively for me luckily his season just started now so he was able to watch the girls so I could work in my office three or four days a week so you know there's a lot of things around that too that not everybody has but it's also time for you to reflect on how did you show up for your audience how did you show up for your patients how did you show up for your business during this time. These are all things that I think you should reflect on and learn from them so that now that we are basically getting this brand new start, which is exactly what it feels like, it's like a rebirth, you do things differently. You approach situations differently. You build a business structure that fulfills you one where you feel like you are in your zone of genius, that you are doing what you are meant to do and what makes you really happy. And along with that, I strongly, strongly encourage you to start working through your money mindset, 
and really embrace the idea. And it takes a while. You're certainly not going to be like a changed person by the end of this podcast. But I really want you to embrace the idea that money is so invisible and so intangible. And you can create money from nothing if you are willing to put the passion and the grit and the work behind it. We had three different elite members have four-figure launches in a week by sending out four emails. It doesn't take a lot for you to make money appear out of thin air, but it does take grit and focus and a plan and aligning with a mentor who gets it. And that's exactly what we do in the Elite Implementer Program. So that is my one ask of you is after this podcast or while you are listening to this podcast episode, be reflecting on all of those things that we talked about, how you showed up for your business, how you showed up for your family, how you want to restructure things. What anchors do you want to get rid of? We went so far as to get rid of one of our daycare providers who I have not wanted to give my money to for over a year. And I just said, screw this, we are out. There's a lot of change that needed to happen, a lot of cleanup that needed to happen on so many different levels universally. And I'd really love to hear from you on Instagram at Andrea Maxim ND, what some of those things were that you started to get rid of. What were the anchors that you got rid of? What are the changes that you are committing to make? And don't just say that you're going to make that change. You need to identify or capital B-E become the person who just has those changes, who just doesn't do those things. And that's all I want for you for the rest of 2020 and beyond. So I look forward to hearing from you on Instagram at Andrea Maxim ND or Facebook Maximize Business and reach out and let me know how this podcast episode inspired you. Also, if there's any way that I can support you during this rebirthing time, if I can be your mentor, if I can help you really plow through your to-do list like we've done for our elite members where we are getting years, one to two years worth of dreams and ideas done in three months with weekly mentorship and like really help you crush this year to feel that you are back in momentum. I want you to book a game plan call with me. The link is in the show notes and it's a 30 minute call and we will break down what the pieces are in your business that you're missing. Of course, how I can help you, you know, get those pieces put together so you have a strong foundation to work with and support you every step of the way. I'm Andrea Maxim and I'm out. I'm Andrea Maxim and I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you as always for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca